this afternoon, at this time, we will continue with the exploration of our practice of consciously cultivating the heart and the capacity of our heart to open in kindness and in compassion. And I'd like to particularly take a little time with an aspect of this territory that I think is really important in, in how we how we turn towards ourselves and each other and this territory of how our heart can open. And it's the realm of forgiveness, what that asks, what that involves, what that offers. And so just we'll offer a few reflections first and then a very particular practice of forgiveness. But you can just begin just noticing as you're sitting here and feeling your body, what it's like to be here and perhaps taking a few moments just to sense the breathing moving through the heart center and the region in the middle of your chest. And just notice if there's any response or resonance to the word forgiveness. We might have a range of responses or no particular response. But if we reflect, we may perhaps recognize that it has a significant function or offers an important possibility. We may have different feelings about that possibility. But it's clear, I think, to me, for sure, and maybe for many of you, that when our heart closes, it casts a shadow over our lives and the lives of others. When we find ourselves caught in a place or fixed in a position where we recognize perhaps that there has been harm or hurt that has taken place and we have assigned blame. We have judged, we've become angry and of course this will have happened for all of us. That somehow it's easy to get stuck in those places and that our world is profoundly affected and not in a good way by the by the lack at times of forgiveness, by the need for forgiveness. So I want to just share a little about my own reflections in regard to this topic. It's inevitable in our lives that we will at times harm others. intentionally or accidentally. It happens to us all. And of course we will feel the impact of others' behavior that affects us or that which and who which we care for in ways that we feel are painful and unwished for. And anger towards others or anger towards ourselves is an understandable response. And for myself, if I look, if I reflect, I see very clearly that 
where I've acted in ways that harm others. It's mostly come out of my own pain, my own suffering, my own sense of need and fear of not getting my need fulfilled, or my own sense of endeavouring to avoid being hurt in some way. And that in that, and from that place, I've done things that I feel sorry for. And when I reflect in this way, it makes sense to me that perhaps it's like this for others too. Although, of course, I don't have the same access to their inner process to be able to confirm that as I do to my own. It's clear in the world if anger and hurt is the response, or anger and hurting is the response to being hurt, that it continues and never comes to an end. As Gandhi observed so wisely, an eye for an eye will leave the whole world blind. And so, just to contemplate this, to see what forgiveness might mean for ourselves, for each other, I think it's important to discern a, a difference between forgiveness and and unwillingness to also protect oneself or a sense of abandoning the sense of self-care or protection. Forgiveness does not mean that we do not stand up for the safety and the well-being and the protection of others or ourselves. It does not mean we cannot act with firmness and courage and strength in the face of harmful, threatening or damaging, destructive behavior. But it means that we keep our heart open as we act in whatever way we act, or that perhaps it supports us to be more able to do so, be a more accurate way to say it. And there's a particular... So first of all, to discern or distinguish forgiveness from a position in which we cannot protect ourselves. Because I think often the sense of needing to hold on to our anger is in the belief that if I don't, I won't be able to stop this happening again, whatever it might be, that caused harm. I need to be angry. I need to keep that relationship alive to protect against repeating of harm. Or I need to punish another, cause harm to them in order to ensure that what happened before does not happen again. And it's such a painful thing to be bound to anger or caught in the sense of the wish to punish through harming another. And in our world, it's such a tragic thing that cycles again and again, round and round, between communities, between individuals, between peoples, between countries. And so there's something beautiful and noble in just contemplating the possibility of what forgiveness might mean. Even if we don't know how, we might actually engage with that. 
And there's an image, and uh, in a way, a little story I'd like to share, and some of you will know it, that helps me just resonate in a way that's useful here. So just if you like, again, just having heard these initial reflections, just again, just checking in with your body, breathing through the heart, sensing this soft human animal sitting here, as we each are. And just imagining a scenario, if you were going for, as if, and imagining that you were going for a walk in the woods. And as you're walking along, you, at some point, encounter a, a puppy. And being someone who rather likes small creatures and enjoys puppies, you reach your hand out to stroke, and just imagine, as you do that, it bites you fiercely, sinking its teeth into your hand. And what's your response in that moment? Probably understandably, certainly mine would be probably anger. Bad dog. Maybe the thought, I'll teach you not to do that. And just as that anger happens, you see more fully and clearly that the puppy that's bitten you has its foot caught in one of those spring-loaded steel traps with jaws. And suddenly, what happens to your response in that moment? It's like, oh, it still hurts. I still maybe wish to extract my hand from its jaw. But suddenly I'm not angry with it because I see that it's in pain, it's in fear. It's actually calling out for help in the only way it knows how. Because I see that it's harmed me, yes, but it's done so in its own pain. And perhaps we want to free the puppy from the trap and perhaps we want to go and find whoever it was that put it there and have a word to them. Kindly, of course. And so that's a... I find an interesting image to contemplate. And then we could just imagine at some time in the future we're going for a walk in the woods and we've forgotten about the previous experience. It was a while ago now. So we see a puppy. And enjoying puppies, <laughs> rather liking them, we reach our hand out to stroke it. And it bites us and it hurts. And we look and we see that it's standing shoulder deep in leaves. We can't see its legs. We don't know what's going on. What would it be for us to know that its foot was in a trap? Even though we couldn't see that trap with our own eyes. What would that require? It seems to me it would require that we understand that puppies, the nature of puppies is that they aren't going to bite and, want, and don't want to hurt anyone unless they're in pain and afraid. And that we too, as human beings, are not so different than that. We cannot always see the pain another is in. We can see the actions they may do that cause harm. But if we look into our own hearts and our own lives, I think we will see that where we have caused harm to others or ourselves, it's come out of our own pain in an endeavor to escape from it, not necessarily successfully. And we might, in seeing that, find a place in our heart where we can soften towards ourself or another for the harm that we or another has caused, have caused.
And this for me is a practice I come back to on regular occasions. And just remember and reflect times far past and recently where I may have caused harm to another. And just take a moment in that acknowledgement and the sorrow that may be there. But also to listen for my own pain that will also be there. And so with that little reflection, I'd like to invite you to, again, just check in with your body and your breathing and take a moment to notice what forgiveness might mean for you, to be able to forgive yourself, to be forgiven, to forgive others, in whatever way that word resonates for you, what that might mean. Remembering this isn't about somehow abandoning our ability to say no to what is harmful or to protect against what is dangerous or threatening. But just to take care of our heart. Through softening and opening its capacity. It's an offering forgiveness. We say give. It's a giving to ourself ultimately, but equally to the others it may touch. And so we'll begin in this practice by asking forgiveness from a place of humility, acknowledging that we have done things that will have caused harm, even with the best of intentions. And then we'll move on to offering forgiveness to others and then to ourselves. And so I'll offer you the phrases of forgiveness and you can just repeat them silently, inwardly. You may wish to translate them into your own language if English is not your mother tongue. So asking for forgiveness... Of all those people and beings whom I have hurt or harmed, intentionally or unintentionally, I ask your forgiveness. Please forgive me. And just breathing feeling. If there's a response, making room for the response. If there isn't a response, that's okay. But seeing if you can connect with the intention expressed in the words to acknowledge harm and ask forgiveness. And so again, to all those from all those people and beings whom I have harmed or hurt, intentionally or unintentionally, by action or inaction. I ask your forgiveness. Please forgive me. 
And there may be images or memories that emerge. And there may not. Just breathing with the intention. And once more, asking forgiveness of all those people and beings whom I may have hurt intentionally or unintentionally through action or inaction. I ask your forgiveness. I'm sorry. Please forgive me. And again, just taking a few moments to breathe with your heart. And be kindly with yourself if this is difficult or tender territory for you to enter. No need to push or force. No requirement to have any feeling. And any feeling that does come is allowed here. Any emotional response or none is quite allowed and okay and natural. And having begun with an invitation to practice and having practiced offering forgiveness, asking forgiveness, sorry, having practiced asking forgiveness, we can turn to offering forgiveness. And again, I'll offer the phrase, and you can repeat it silently, inwardly. To all those people and beings who have hurt or harmed me, whether intentionally or unintentionally, I forgive you as much as I am able. And again, just seeing if we can feel the intention, not demanding that we succeed somehow at forgiving, but intending towards this. And breathing with your body, breathing through the heart, the heart center. And again, to all those people and beings whom I may have hurt or harmed, intentionally or unintentionally. I'm sorry, that's the wrong phrase, isn't it? I think I'm a little in that place myself right now. I'm sorry. So I'll just come back and uh, offering of forgiveness to all those beings, people who have harmed me, 
or those I care about, whether intentionally or unintentionally, through action or inaction. I offer you forgiveness. I forgive you as much as I am able. And again, there may be images, there may be feelings that arise, memories perhaps. Being very gentle and kindly with yourself in this, and not demanding or forcing any response. But one more time, again, to all those beings and people who have harmed or hurt me or those I care about or anything I care for, whether intentionally or unintentionally. I offer you forgiveness. I forgive you I forgive you And again, breathing and feeling and sensing whatever comes for you. And just as with the metta practice that we've engaged in already, sometimes it resonates deeply and other times not so much. And just trusting in the power of the intention to offer forgiveness. It doesn't all have to happen right now. And having asked forgiveness and offered forgiveness to others, we can practice offering forgiveness to ourselves. And again, to be really kindly and gentle with ourselves here. But breathing again with your heart as you sit. Just repeating the phrase of self-forgiveness that I'll offer. For all the things that I have done or failed to do that have hurt or harmed others or myself whether intentionally or unintentionally, I offer myself forgiveness. I forgive myself.
And again, breathing with your heart. Repeating the phrase, for all the things that I have done, that have harmed or hurt others or myself, whether intentionally or unintentionally, through action or omission, I forgive myself. I truly forgive myself. There may be images, memories, feelings, and equally there may not be. But just staying close with yourself and Seeing if you can feel into the intention to forgive yourself without needing to be able to or know how to, but trusting the power of the intention. And one more time, offering this phrase of self-forgiveness. For all those things that I have done that may have harmed myself or others, or things I care about, whether intentionally or unintentionally, by action or omission. For all of this I offer myself forgiveness. I truly, deeply forgive myself just now I forgive myself and again just breathing and feeling making room for what may be here with you and Allowance for whatever may not be here. Trusting the power of this intention. And breathing, feeling your body sitting just as you are. Movement of breathing through the heart center. Just taking a moment to Acknowledge and appreciate the goodness of this intention to practice forgiveness, to ask and offer forgiveness, to enter this delicate, tender territory of the heart. And we may find it natural and helpful to just take a moment to in that appreciation, wish well for ourselves. Maybe say thank you. Or acknowledge the goodness in this intention. Without needing to evaluate our performance. 
And for the remainder of the meditation period, the 15 minutes or so, you can continue if you wish and find it useful to just engage with that sense of forgiveness and those phrases. Or you can just turn again to the practice of loving friendliness and kindness, compassion. Just seeing who you feel moved to spend a little time with, well wishing for this being or these beings, perhaps yourself, perhaps another. Starting with where your heart feels moved or drawn to, to extend friendliness and care, kindness and compassion. and allowing yourself to move on to another or back to yourself at such time as feels might be useful for you without any absolute ideas of what is right or should be but just what maybe feels could be useful here. And if what we've done already feels plenty for you For now, equally, feel free to just come into the simple breathing body of your immediate experience and in a kindly but simple way being present with just where you are and what is here. Attending to that with care, with kindness and with interest. And so continuing your practice in this way, as seems most useful for you.
Thank you for your practice and for engaging and turning towards this territory in whatever way you have done. It's a, truly a precious and important offering, not just to our own well-being, but to our world, to, to find what is possible for us and forgiveness in our hearts for others and ourselves. And uh, while there's a lot more that could be said on the topic than I've offered just in this little period, in this period, um, it can, of course, touch many things. There's one thing that I realize I did want to say. And it's also to understand that not just is it a process that we can't make happen, we can turn towards, we can invite, and we can facilitate, just as the cultivation of loving-kindness and equally the development of mindful presence. It doesn't just happen, but we can move towards it. And specifically in the territory of forgiveness, if we're dealing with something that's ongoing, it's really important to understand that protection has to be primary. And so far as we need to take care of what's possible by way of protection before turning to the process of forgiveness. It's just the way it seems to work in the heart and actually what makes sense in the world too, I think. But I just want to name that because sometimes there can be a place where it just feels impossible to go. And often that's to do with some aspect of what might need forgiving or call for forgiveness, but it's actually still happening in some way. And that often can include where something isn't being acknowledged, even if it happened some time ago. That that non-acknowledgement, in a way, keeps it happening in a certain way. And so I say this again, just because I want to really invite you to be very gentle and kindly with yourself in whatever ways engaging in this territory may feel like you know, it's not possible to go very far for you initially. And to, to really let that be okay if that's the case. And to understand that piece perhaps also. I hope that's again a useful addition to a, a large topic and just a f- few offerings in response to it. But it's time now for some walking or the mindful yoga and movement with Ali downstairs and uh, so please continue in your practice. Thank you. Thank you for listening. To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit dharmaseed.org slash donate.